episode number 195. Happy Camaro Christmas 2018. Welcome to The Camaro Show, a podcast about all things Camaro and GM performance news. I'm Chris Frezza. And I'm Jason Debler. We're your hosts for this week's episode of The Camaro Show. Want to be part of our show? It's easy. Just leave a message on our voicemail hotline at 586-486-3182. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And welcome back, everyone, for a happy Christmas show, 2018. Uh, this is like, how many shows have we done for Christmas? Too many. Like this um, is probably like our 12th or 13th Christmas show. I want to say holiday, holiday glee, holiday episode. glee. Yes. That's right. That's what yes. we call it. Holiday yes. glee. Yeah. Oh, oh, by the way, I'm Chris. Oh yeah. And I'm Jason. <laughs> I, I'm sick again. Sick. I, I, I must, I don't know what the you, got, you guys must have some super germs down there or something. We have, we have power germs or something. Power I don't know. Germs. The weird part is, is I work from home three to four days a week. So I don't know where I got it from. My wife is fine. Hmm. I'll tell you what. I had it two weeks ago. And it was just like a little cold. It kind of sucked. Okay. But yesterday, man, it hit me hard. Headache, chills, the whole whole nine yards. Oh, oh dude, I'm, you got the flu. No, because now I'm getting better. Yeah, you had the flu. Well, it was, it was little flu, but I had a bad headache. Yeah. My head was stuffy and I couldn't sleep. I'd slug down NyQuil like, like it was water. Didn't do a thing. <laughs> I had to get up in the middle of the night and have another shot of NyQuil. Well, yeah, because NyQuil's not like like it used to be anymore. Oh, but I get the stuff behind the counter that you have to slide your ID through the scanner for. Oh, for the good out. stuff. Really? You can make, I guess you can make meth out of it or something like that. Hmm. I don't Interesting. Know. I buy it just because I want to feel better. Yeah. Not with meth. No. You might as well just go get a bottle of whiskey. Huh? Slug that down. You know what? Or beer. <laughs> Clang, give me another. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So, so this is this is our Christmas slash holiday glee episode we've been doing for twelve or thirteen years, however long we've been. We've been doing the podcast for since two thousand five. Gosh. September of two thousand five. So December of two thousand five was our very first holiday glee episode. Right. So what does that make it? Ten this is our eighteenth year. No, thirteenth year. I don't know. Math. Math, 13. math is involved in this. Thirteen, and, and and before we get started and, and talk about Camaro stuff, because there's a lot of cool Camaro stuff to, that we're going to talk about this week, we, right. we, were, we were talking about a, a particular Christmas movie. Oh, boy. You want to start with that? Yeah. Okay, fine. Let's, let's reel this, them I, in. I, got, I threw my hat in the Facebook ring of the argument of whether or not the movie Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Die Hard, yes, with Bruce Willis. Die Hard. Bruce Willis, the very first one. The rest of them all sucked. <laughs> not even it. worth watching. I like the second one too. Eh. All right, Die Hard is I don't care what I don't care what Shane Black, the writer of it, he sucks anyway. I, I don't I don't care. Die Hard is not a Christmas movie, period. Okay. And here's why. Now everybody has their arguments saying, well, they say Christmas three times in it. There's a Christmas tree in it. Great. You can download the video onto your desktop and get a video editor and edit out all references to Christmas, and the movie would still stand. You could still have the movie and have a beginning and an end, and you really wouldn't miss much except, uh, you know, you wouldn't see uh, the, the the big teddy bear and you wouldn't see um, uh, the whole, I have a machine gun. How, how, how? Now I have a machine Hans. gun. Yeah. Oh, oh. So that is it. It is not a Christmas movie. It came out in June of 1990 or 1991 or something like that. It didn't come out in December. So. There, I've spoken. I don't care, really. 
I just know no, I Die Hard is normally shown around this time of the year, and apparently this time this this year the uh, uh, everybody's doubling down this year that the Die Hard is indeed a Christmas movie. They they like you said they went to the writer of the movie, and they said, "Is this a Christmas movie?" And he said, "Yeah, I wrote this as a Christmas movie." So I don't care how bad he sucks if he says it's a Christmas movie. I'm going to listen to the guy who wrote the thing. Oh, not me, man. He might say it's a porno movie. It doesn't make right. it so. Could be. There's Hooters in it. <laughs> Just like when Stephen King writes a book. If he says it's a horror book, I'm going to believe him. If he says it's a love story, I'm going to believe him. Ah. So. Uh, eye of the beholder. Yep. You, you can't do the same thing with Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You can't strip out all references to Christmas and still have a show. Depends on how you rate it as a holiday movie. Because it's being shown quite a bit during the holiday season. That's probably why they're considering it a Christmas movie. You know why they show it around the holiday season? It's because a-holes like me keep bringing it up. <laughs> and they're laughing all the way to the bank. <laughs> so, guys, we want to know, since nobody, no, else is, so nobody else is calling in for, for Camaro stuff. So, hey, is Die Hard a Christmas movie, yes or no? Hit us up on Facebook or, or call in. <laughs> he did Lethal Weapon. There was Christmas elements in that, too. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Lethal Weapon Again, is definitely... you can strip out all Christmas elements and you'd still have a movie. Yeah. Well, he did Iron Man 3. That would explain a lot. Yeah. They, they, they also consider the movie The Ref a Christmas movie as well. You know what? That is the one movie we watch every Christmas. Yeah. I, I believe you can strip out the Christmas elements from that as well. Mm, yeah, I guess you probably could. Well, crap. I stand corrected. I don't care anymore. All right. Let's talk about Camaro stuff. Yeah, because this week, Camaro, uh, the, the guys over who run Camaro Fest, they started to sell tickets. Camaro Fest 9. The store is open, ladies and gentlemen. You yes, can get your, your spectator wristbands or your, your racer wristbands or what else we got here? Car show entry. Car show entry. Road course one day, road course two day. All in one. And then there's the ultimate Mac Daddy weekend. Two-day road, plus two-day road course is pretty much the, the whole dang thing. Yep. This should be cool. This mm-hmm. is this is a this is a, a, a two-day road course event, right? Let's see. Spectators. Yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Is it Saturday and Sunday or Friday and Saturday? I'm looking here. Uh, I forgot. I think it's a Friday, Saturday. 11th, 12th. Friday a.m., yeah. So it's... In the, in the frequently asked questions section, this says, we strongly encourage you to prepay for your wristband so you can skip the long line at Beach Bend Gates Friday morning. For the first time ever, Camaro Fest takes over NCM Motorsports Park for two days, Wednesday, July 10th, and Thursday, July 11th. Wow. This is, a, this is this, if you've never been to the NCM Motorsports Park, NCM stands for National Corvette Museum. Right. And um, I, heard, I heard it's a pretty outstanding course. It is a great Great road course. I've never driven on it, but um, so is it true? If you have a Corvette, you can get in for free. <laughs> I doubt that. No, I'm just curious. Just curious. I'm I said just gonna, that. I don't know. I'm going to spread that rumor right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, it should be cool. It should be cool. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm afraid to road race. I really am. I'm afraid I'm going to wreck my car and put it in the wall. Yeah. Remember that happened at the first Memphis event? I do. The guy with the white firehawk? I do. I do. Man, that was crazy. I, I believe I still have that VHS tape laying around here somewhere. Because <laughs> I converted it to digital. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I'm dying over here. I'm freaking dying over Thank here. Your pardon, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Haggerty has track day insurance. Did you know that? Oh, huh, no, I didn't. Yeah. What do you got to do to qualify for track day insurance? Um, Haggerty's a pretty decent company to work for. I worked with them before. Let's see here. I, I, I just thought about it since we're talking about it. Uh, ba, 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 ba. We protect your personal vehicle against damage while participating. Oh, it has to be a specific event. Um, high performance. So it's probably at, at, at Haggerty track day. Oh, okay. It's not any track day. Huh. Well, anyway. Um, yeah. I'm going to. Oh, wait. No, wait. That's when VidCon is, isn't it? Yeah. So I, it's going to be. I'm gonna have to, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is it's July 13th through July 14th at Beach Bend Raceway Park in Bowling Green, Kentucky, in the North, in, uh, the the Corvette Mew, uh, the Corvette Racetrack. What's it called? NCM. CM Motorsports Park, I believe. Yeah. Yes. So we will All link the de- that up in the show notes. All the details are, are there. Yeah. Um, you guys can go buy your stuff right now. D- does it sell out? I, I don't know if there's if there's only a certain amount of uh, bands they sell. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to hit up the guys. Yeah, I don't know because there know. might be only a certain amount of like places like to race for like the NCM road course. Let's see here, I didn't see it in the fact. Uh, to, we want more than anyone to be able to host a two-day event, but we need 55 registrations on Wednesday to make it happen. So if you wanted two days, now's your chance. Oh, okay. There you go. Okay. So they need at least 55 to make it happen. Okay, cool. Cool. All right, I'm going to put that in the show notes. Cool. Let's see. What else is on the on the ticket here? Oh, the 2019 Camaro is going to South Korea. What is up with that? South Korea. Yeah. This is General Motors. Uh, this this comes to us from our friends over at GM Authority. General Motors Korea recently announced or introduced the refreshed sixth generation Camaro in South Korea during a presentation event held at the AMG Speedway located in the city of Yongin, about 25 miles from Seoul. The automotive uh, or the automaker announced that it began accepting advance orders for the updated model. In South Korea, the perennial muscle car is offered exclusively in the SS version, powered by the naturally aspirated 6.2-liter V8 LT1 engine combined with the 10-speed hydromatic automatic transmission. The gearbox produces 455 horsepower, 455 foot-pounds of torque. Yeah, yeah. Uh, The incredible performance of the Chevy sports car further maximizes the appeal of the authentic American cars that exist in South Korea. Uh, the new Camaro SS inherits Chevrolet's performance DNA and heritage as the original American muscle car with exceptional segment leading performance and distinctive athletic and muscular design, said Kaher Kazim, GM Korea president and CEO. How cool is that? Look at this. Does it say if it's been there before? Well, I'm looking at the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, let's see. The Chevrolet Camaro SS was introduced in Korea. In 2016, at the Busan Motor Show, well received. It doesn't say if it's ever been there before. I don't think it has. GM Korea expects the refresh 2019 car to reinforce the presence. Uh, let's see. 
Its initial price will be KRW 54.28 million. Wow. Dang, which is about 48,000 US <laughs> at the current exchange rate. A new Volcano Red special edition model is Whoa. priced at KRW 55.07 million, which is 48.8 US. Um, the Chevy Camaro SS for South Korea is manufactured at the GM Lansing's Grand River Assembly Plant. And, um, okay, cool. All right. So uh, you can get your Camaro now in Korea. How cool is that? Speaking of cool, just taking, while we were talking about that, I went over to the Haggerty thing and I, I went to do the, the track day. Sure enough, you can select the National Corvette Museum Motorsports Park. Oh. And you select competitive, and I just threw an estimated value of my car with modifications at $50,000. Deductible, you only have two choices, 10% or 15% of your car's value. The quote is 376 bucks to cover your car. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Includes coverage for your entire event, up to three days, a towing rental car, and pollutant cleanup coverage. You know, so oil you and gas. And... oil all over the place, yeah. So for 400 bucks, you could put your car right into the wall. Yeah. Not that you want to, but right, if you right. did, you'd be, covered. you'd be covered. Interesting to know. I should reach out to Haggerty and talk to them a little bit more about yeah. that. Okay, back to back to Korea. I think it's cool. I never really thought, you know, we talk about uh, Camaro in Australia and, and a couple other countries, but I never thought about South Korea. Nope. Japan, China, yeah. So Camaro is, is reaching more more countries than I think it's ever, ever has before. Hmm. Pretty cool. Excellent, excellent. Good job once again, Camaro team. Woohoo! Including Al still. Yes. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, we got some voicemails. Let's see here. We got two voicemails. So let me kick off the first one here. Yeah, let's hear them. Hi, this is Greg from Minnesota. I'm calling for a question for you guys about my 69 LM1 RS Camaro. It's mostly a stock appearing car. Uh, Resto mod, VHX stages, Holly Terminator fuel injection. Uh, what I'm trying to figure out on this, and I'm curious about your guys' input, is I pulled the motor out of the car. I'm in the middle of doing an LS1 swap. Uh, I'm going to keep using the Terminator and make it uh, try to pure stock pairing. Um, what I was wondering about, though, is I pulled the motor, and the serial number on the back, it actually has the VIN stamped in it, and it matches to the car. So it's the original motor on the car. weren't sure about that, but it actually is. Car's fairly well documented RS. So I'm trying to figure out now is if I should just freshen up the motor and put it back in, or go ahead and complete the LS1 swap and then just have the motor available so that if I sell the car in a couple of years, it still has it. So I'm curious what you guys think about which would hold more value for someone looking to purchase a Resto Mod Camaro a couple of years down the line. Thanks, guys. Great show. Well, thank you for calling in, Greg from Minnesota. This is a good call. Yeah, it is. He's got a '69 Camaro. LM1 RS Camaro, right? Um, he's doing a resto mod on it. And his question, he's got a numbers matching motor he, he discovered mm. when doing an LS1 swap. Right. So should he keep the original motor in it and freshen it up? Or should he just go with the LS1 and just save the motor? Well, first I thought this was going to be like one of those tech questions that we were not be able to ask. <laughs> I know, answer. I know, me too. I was too. like, uh-oh. I know. But, um... I, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I, what do you want to do with the car? Do you want to have fun with it, or do you want to restore it? Right. Do you want to keep it pristine, or do you want to have fun with it? 
Yeah. My assumption is that based on your plans, you want to have some fun with it. So yeah, I. If it were me, do the Alice Wong swap. Yeah, I'd, I'd say do that too. <laughs> but you're on the right path. I think keep that original motor, keep Definitely. it wrapped in plastic, and keep it in a in a way that if you want to sell the car, you look down the road. If you're like, well, I can get a heck of a lot more if the original engine is in it, then put the original engine back in it. Right. Now, if you want this to be like a like a show car, you do, you don't want to you know race it and go around. You just want this to be like a cruiser. Then I would say keep the yeah. original motor, freshen it up, and, and put the original motor in it, and enjoy the car on your Sunday drives or however at the show, or however you're going to enjoy this car. Personally, just like Jason said, do the Alice One swap. Yeah. <laughs> they're easy, they're cheap, and they're fast. And then road race it. And then road race it after you get Haggerty track day insurance. Exactly. <laughs> Good question. Yeah, we don't get enough like that yeah, where, where we don't think we're going to be able to answer them, and then we can. Yeah. Guys, it, these are the type of questions we would love to talk about. Yeah. And if you have something like that, let us know. Here's how. Hey, want to be part of this show? Well, we want to hear from you. Just hit our digits at 586-486-3182, 24 hours a day. Leave us a message, and we'll feature it in an upcoming show. So what are you waiting for? Do it now. All right, let's see. We got one more here, so here we go. Hey, Chris and Jason, this is Sean in Oceanside. Two things, actually three things. One, bring back T-Tops. Two, bring back the 5th Gen SS mail slot. And number three, don't forget the Christmas dog after the show today. Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Talk to you later. Bye. Short, sweet, right to the point. Sean from Oceanside. He, he oh, says boy. <laughs> three things. Uh, bring back T-tops. Bring back the mail slot from the 5th Gen SS. That. I was thinking about that the other day. And don't the forget the Christmas stuff. dogs. <laughs> well, we definitely can't forget the Christmas dogs. T-tops yeah, that... is... is uh, we're always, always going to be talking about that, <laughs> I swear. Uh, the mail slot. I forgot about that. And I think everybody else did too. I, you know, the mail slot, I kind of liked it. Um, but so many people went out of their way to cover up the mail slot that it led me to believe that, well, because it wasn't functional, that why is that there in the first place? They covered up. I know um, SLP did it when they were doing their cars. That's right. Um, I think it looked worse putting did a plug you? in it though. Did you, you, you didn't cover up your mail slot. Did you on yours? No. Your fifth gen? No, I did not. Cause it, I, again, I think it looked, when you covered it up, then it looked like you covered it up. Yeah. You, you know, um, I wasn't a big fan of it, but it didn't bother me that much. It yeah. gave it a little style and I'm not one for non-functional slots and slats and crap. Right. And, uh, and, and last thing he said, make sure we don't forget the, the Christmas dogs. That, that was, oh, not yet, not, not, yet, not, not, yet, not yet, but yet. it's queued up and ready to go, Sean. Fire. What, one year. One year we forget the Christmas dogs. How did we do that? <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was probably, what, like two, three years ago, maybe? I, I don't think know. so. We, we yeah. forgot the Christmas dogs. I'm not even dogs. sure why it started. We were just like, we were going to do a holiday episode. And, and you put it together. I, I, don't, I don't know why I... Was it, because, was it because my dogs used to bark a lot? When we were here in the office, yeah, but what I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it might have been, but I don't know where I first heard of those that Christmas dog sound oh, bite. Yeah, yeah, it's just been always been on the radio ever since I can remember. Yeah, 
from back yeah, in the day. Yeah, so, so at the end of every Christmas or Holiday Glee episode, Holiday Glee, we would play the Christmas dogs. But we're not there yet. We're not no, there yet. No, we still have more. Yeah, we still have more. Thanks, Sean, and and a Merry yeah. Christmas, and Happy New Year to you as well. Thank you guys very much. Um, oh. So let's see here. I saw something on Corvette Forum that it may maybe something, maybe nothing. That's why we're saving it towards the end of the show here. Uh, you know, we've, again, talking about all the years we've done this, we've seen a lot of people say, oh, yeah, my cousin that works for GM says that this, that, and the other thing. My aunt's a secretary for some big shot, or I heard, but I can't say who it is because I don't want to get him in trouble. You know, and it's always BS. Well, almost always BS anyway. Yeah. You know, I mean, remember when we were saying the Camaro is getting this? God, what were some of the more outlandish ones that we've heard? Oh, the Camaro's getting a factory supercharger. Oh, wait. Oh, the Camaro's getting T-tops again. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. Or they're bringing the Trans Am back or something like that. Oh, so there's a thread on um, Corvette Forum that's now closed, and the first uh, post is deleted. I know. What's up with that? Yeah, but I saw I saw it when it was... when it was. The long and short is is that um, a guy posted... Uh, <laughs> news, news from a GM corporate employee that the Camaro was getting the ZR1 engine. Really? Interesting. <laughs> I'm dying over the, here. I should use that as the outro. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Yeah. So we this is something that we've talked about for a we speculated for a yeah, while. Yeah. You know, I mean, anytime something would happen with the ZR1 or the Corvette, we wonder if it would trickle down to the Camaro. And this 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 thread got a lot of a uh, lot of attention, obviously. And a lot of people saying BS and all that. I for one think he's right. You you think got, you think that the Camaro's gonna get a ZR1 motor? I think it's going to get the LT5. And and what would they call that Camaro? I don't think they would call it a Z28. It may be the next ZL1. Um, I mean, I have no proof of this. I'm not going to say right, that I right. know. So you're but, saying like a, a seventh generation Camaro, maybe for the with for the LT5, or are you, are you still talking present present generation? I don't, I don't know. I didn't even think about that. I got in my brain. It was the current. It's it's what we're going to see exiting this generation. So it'll still be it'll be in the sixth generation, um, but towards the end of it. Hmm. I, I this mean, is, that would not hurt my feelings at all. No, uh, and this is I, just me saying it makes sense to me. I don't if I'm wrong. I, I, yeah. I don't have a problem with being wrong either. I'm just saying it be, it makes sense. Yeah. Sounds. But sounds like it makes sense to me too. But a lot of people, including. One that I got to be delicate about this. We have a listener of this show that um, goes by a completely different name on Corvette Forum, and I think there's a reason for that. So I'll leave it at that. But uh, I see this person um, uh, being involved in this thread as well, throwing their two bits in. Hmm. So cool, interesting, very interesting. Um, I don't even know if it's worth thrown in the show notes because most of the posts made by the original poster were deleted. Right. But just just seeing the responses kind of tells the story a little bit anyway. Well, that kind of leads into something. I forgot to post this in our show notes here to talk about. But when when Manny was here um, last month and we were talking about what's coming to Detroit for the the auto show, he was convinced that the C8 was going to be shown. The C8, the mid-engine Corvette. And they have since changed their tune completely. Yeah. Um, they they released an article, I think it was last week, that says that it is not going to be at the Detroit Auto Show because they had an internal source that let them know that there was an electrical issue 
with mm-hmm. the car with a wiring problem. And um, now they're, they posted in uh, today that it's likely to debut in summer 2019. So to me, if it's going to debut in the summer, it, maybe they'll do like its own event, kind of like they did for uh, the sixth generation Camaro. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, this is although we never confirmed a New York Auto Show debut next year. We did highlight the show's importance to the Corvette and previously brought up a possibility. The original of 1953 Corvette model debuted in the Big Apple that year during GM's annual Motorama event. Um, I don't know. I, I would, I wouldn't, that would be kind of cool if they did its own event. I don't know if they would just due to the fact that GM seems mm. to be scaling back this year on on money they're spending on on different events. So, what what do you think? Well, I just thought of something. <clears throat> you know, the, the the LS7 is very special to me, right? Um I think it's a great engine and I love having one in 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 my car. So, the LS7 was was in production in production vehicles until 2013. And then the 2014 Corvette came out. And then that's where they did the all-new engines, right? 2014 was also the same year that the Z28 had the previous Corvette generation's last year LS7 engine in it. So maybe they're stepping up the game in that same regard. The past doesn't indicate the future, but it's just, you know, it just it's my logical point. Then again, I don't think Die Hard's a Christmas movie, so what the hell do I know? <laughs> do you think the Corvette could have its stand, a standalone reveal? For the for the C8, absolutely. This is this is the first time that the core. This is one of the worst kept secrets I think in automotive history the, oh, of yeah. what the the C8 Corvette's going to be. People and have been gonna photographing be, this thing for two years now, haven't they? Even more than that, I think. And it's 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 almost like a complete rebirth of the Corvette in my book. Okay, you know, like there's nothing. There's never been a Corvette like this ever. I mean, it was one thing when they went from the flip-up headlights to the sealed capsule headlights, okay? Yeah. But this is changing the game. Yeah. And I have it on <clears throat> good authority that, um, who will remain nameless, of course, that uh, electrical is out of, is not out of the question mm. of some way. An electric, some, an electric Corvette. Uh, uh, in, some, in, some, in some fashion. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. What do I know? I don't think Die Hard's a Christmas <clears throat> movie. Well, well, Al's not over there yet, so we, we can't... We, we can't talk about anything performance related yet until Al gets over there. That's till we, till we get him good and drunk. Person. <laughs> personally. <laughs> personally. Yeah. Oh, All drunk. right. So there's that. I, mean, I, I, I think it's important to talk about because of the Camaro. I mean, I think, I think the Camaro is going to stay hot on the heels of the Corvette. Of course. In, 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 a, in, a, in a good way. Of course. So. All right, is that it pretty much for our Camaro and slightly Corvette Camaro news? Yeah. All right. That's it. What are you gonna? What are you gonna? What'd you get yourself for Christmas? Anything good? <sighs> Nothing. Um, no. GoPro. This new GoPro. Uh, Black Seven with an extra battery. Did you it. know that you can buy the, the 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 GoPro, the current Hero, just the regular Hero? God, I forgot what it was. The the I think. There was one particular GoPro that they made this year that was like a very low-level GoPro, but it looked just like the black. It just wasn't the black, okay. the 7 black. And you could do a firmware change on it and turn it into a 7 black. Really? Yes. Wow. I thought it was kind of cool. Somebody figured out that 
there was just like um, a firmware change. Excuse me. And they they were thinking that it was a way for GoPro to get rid of some uh, components that they had left over cheap by just like limiting the firmware to certain things like 1080p instead of 4K. Wow. Little firmware change. Guess what? Bam. You get 4K and all that. Dang. That's cool. <coughs> Excuse me. So what I bought myself some stuff for my car, which will come out in subsequent videos um, in the coming months. Cool. I drilled some holes in it the other day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> do I want to ask you about that? <laughs> that was nerve wracking. I had Quentin holding the camera. Every time I drill a hole in the car, which is what I did with a power drill, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, drill that bitch. <laughs> and I'm like, will you shut up? Oh, God. So oh, that yeah, might show yeah. up in an outtake. But here's the deal. Uh, I hope everybody has a wonderful holiday season. Uh, all of our listeners, we really appreciate you so far this year, and we still have one more episode left this year. Yeah, well, we do our year in review. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and what a year it was for Camaro. It was a great year for Camaro. It was a great yep. year. Well, yep. I hope you have a good uh, Christmas down there in Nashville. You got, I you definitely guys, will. You got, any family, you got any family I, I, coming down? Uh, no, and that's what's going to make it nice. So, oh, so you can relax. I know normally your Thanksgiving used to have been your disappear and relax time but yeah uh i bought bought an ugly christmas sweater because uh, a neighbor in the uh, in the area is having a small party and he said you can't show up if you don't have an ugly christmas sweater so i finally bought an ugly christmas sweater excellent it's um it's an all-over print of uh santa claus we're riding a di- tyrannosaurus rex it's breathing fire and it has merry christmas across the bottom of it in the iron maiden font hmm it's like a mural, and it's purple and green, and it's huge and loud and lewd. And I'm going to wear that's it. That's cool. I, I was thinking about getting one, too. I saw one online that was pretty loud. You know, it said right across the front, it said, ho, 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 now I have a machine gun. Oh, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Die hard. Your favorite Christmas movie. It's a Christmas movie. You know what? I don't care if it's Christmas or not. I still think it's an awesome, spectacular movie. It is. It is. All right. You ready to get out of here? I guess it's time, buddy. Let's do that. Let's cue the Christmas dogs. You got Merry it. Christmas, everybody. We'll see you next week. Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See, see ya! ya.